The views expressed on the following broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of KHLT, Take 12 Radio, or our affiliates. The opinions on this show should not be considered as medical, psychological, or professional advice and are those of the host, co-host, and guest. Take 12 Radio and KHLT Recovery Broadcasting are not affiliated with any particular 12-step fellowship. This is the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show. Anthony is here. Denver is here. And special guest Roger McDermott from Southern California is on the line. The topic this week, guns in the recovery meetings. It's going to be a hot one. Broadcasting to you and for you from the studios of KHLT Recovery Broadcasting on the outskirts of beautiful downtown Albany, Oregon, via the internet on all major podcasting platforms. It's the world's oldest and original recovery talk and positive music radio station, Take 12 Recovery Radio. I'm your host, The Monty Man. And if you're watching on YouTube, there is Denver. Howdy. Yeah, and there is Anthony. Hola. Yeah. Hey, guys. <laughs> Hello. Howdy. On on the phone with us is our Southern California representative for Take 12 Recovery Radio, Mr. Roger McDiarmid. Roger, how the heck are you, brother? I am excellent. How is everybody in Albany, Oregon? Yeah, we are chipper. Yeah. We're chipper. Yeah. Are you back, are you back in L.A. now, or are you still in Oklahoma? No, I arrived back uh, last Saturday night, so I'm I'm back in the saddle in uh, beautiful Huntington Beach, California. Right. Wow. Right. Wow. Yeah. Way to, way to represent, isn't that what they say? Something like that. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's good to have you uh, back on the show, my friend. It's been a long time, right? It has been. I, I'm really looking forward to it. I wish I were there in person. Yeah, we do too. And uh, you you definitely owe us a visit. So uh, put that in your plans soon <laughs> absolutely it will happen that's a promise absolutely it is definitely it is all righty somebody okay. said somebody said i'm Uh-oh. sorry i didn't mean to interrupt actually yes i did mean to interrupt oh boy as i was saying somebody <laughs> said that it was somebody's sobriety birthday today Uh-oh. so i just put together this little ditty uh, I, I went oh and got God. the golden gnome and some oh, of the wow. o- other gnome brothers and sisters that are in oh. the 
12 Recovery Radio Orchestra, and we put this little <laughs> song together for our friend Anthony. Here we go. Oh, boy. Late night, Monty. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Cecil. Thank you, Cecil, very much. Yeah. And the Take 12 Recovery Radio Golden Gnome uh, yeah. Orchestra. <laughs> yeah, thank wow. You. Thank you for that. Cecil, the, the, this, Ten is, years. this is the home of the Golden thank Gnome, you. Cecil. Thank you. Yeah, t- uh, congratulations, man. I appreciate it. So, yeah. and of course, we say that tired old question, how did you do it? Uh, well, I just, I've heard it a lot lately Speak in the Speak it up there. Speak up uh, <laughs> I followed the simple, simple suggestions. Okay. And uh, and I didn't drink in between meetings. Okay. And uh, you know. Yeah. If you do that, if you don't drink in between meetings and you go to a lot of meetings, <laughs> probably a good chance. And if you're following the directions, and if you follow the directions, it's, it's, our, it's our, what, uh, one day you wake up and it's like, ten years later. I I was questioning it. I was like, it can't be ten years, can it? And then I yeah. I was, I was like, and then I looked at my my little placard. And I'm like. Wait, yeah, okay. Sure. It is. Yeah. Well, and you know, it, it, as our, our brand new broadcaster to the Take 12 Recovery Radio family, uh, Dr. Dr. Uh, Rob Kelly says, it is absolutely impossible if you follow the directions the way they're meant to be followed for you to relapse if you're working the program the way it's laid out. Mm. And in fact, he even gives a guarantee. If you relapse while working the program the way it's designed, I will give you one of my $100,000 automobiles. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So congratulations, Anthony. Thank that you. is, that is awesome. Uh, awesome. We are, we are so stinking proud of you. And uh, we're going to be, we're going to come back with the topic. Uh, this is a hot one. Guns in the rooms, guns in the recovery meetings. Uh, the reason I didn't say 12-step meetings is because today there's a lot of recovery meetings that aren't necessarily 12-step. Right. So any recovery setting where people are meeting in fellowship um, for a singleness of purpose to recover from whatever, right, is it ever appropriate? I mean, the survey question that we put out on social media was if a person has a concealed carry permit to carry a firearm or... If they live in an open carry state, is it appropriate for them to have a gun on their person while in the meeting? And then I, I stated, too, that the answer may be used on our Monday show, which I, I am going to be reading several of those. So don't go away, folks. Uh, we'll be back uh, once again with uh, with Anthony and his 10-year birthday, uh, Denver, and our Southern California rep, Mr. Roger McDermott. Don't go away right after this. Check it out. This is the place. Oh, hey, bud. 
Where, uh, where are you headed? Uh, just gonna hang out. It's a school night. With Gary and Todd? Yeah. Not sure about those two. I've been meaning to ask you. This is tougher than I thought. Is there any drinking going on in this crowd? No. I hope not, because alcohol can lead you to say things and do things that you really wish you hadn't. Isn't this what you're supposed to say? I know. So if any of your buddies ever pressure you to take a drink, just tell them you promised your dad you wouldn't. I'd do anything to keep you safe. Okay, I will. I hope this is working. I promise. Love you too, Dad. They really do hear you. Brian. Yeah? So start the conversation even before they're teenagers. Good idea. For tips on what to say, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. A message from the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. Hey, check it out. You can now access all of our shows from a variety of podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, YouTube, Podomatic, and Player FM. Simply search for Take 12 Recovery Radio, and you'll be tuned into the best in recovery broadcast journalism. Also available at Take12Radio.com. you asked for opinionated topics you asked for controversy so we're not gonna let you down now it's back to the take 12 recovery radio show that's right (laughs) thank you cecil all right uh on the phone with us uh today is uh, roger mcdermott uh down in southern california Uh, roger um the whole gun issue uh particularly in california it's huge, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's a big, it's a big deal in California. Right. Um, you know, the, the Democrats are, would prefer that they be. I think they prefer that they be outlawed. Yeah, it, it seems that way. Um, it seems that way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's pretty much the sentiment is the same here in, um, um, well, anywhere on the left coast, and and certainly up here in Oregon. Um, but I, I, for me, as far as, as, as a firearm in a meeting, I I don't know that the jury is in on that yet in my head. And so that's one of the reasons that I wanted to do this show because I'm not really sure how I feel. Um, one minute I feel one way and the next minute I feel another way, depending on the circumstances or the things that, you know, what ifs and all that stuff, you know? Um, so I wanted to talk about about this, uh, and, and so kind of from the point of view, I mean, so so we're not picking and choosing which twelve step fellowship. Let's just let's just say Alcoholics Anonymous. Let's give that as, as an example. And one of the things that I wanted to make very clear is um, Tradition Ten. In Alcoholics Anonymous uh, states that AA has no opinion on outside issues, hence the AA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. And from the um, the information pamphlet called the AA Group, where it all begins on page 39, one of the statements, it says that we do not do, we do not follow up or try to control our members. So I thought I thought that was an interesting statement. Uh, we do not engage in any controversy about alcohol. That's interesting because that's certainly not true. Um, or other matters. Um, and so it's been said, though, 
that how can something like this be considered an outside issue if a gun is brought inside? Mm -hmm. Then does it not become an inside issue? So that, that's one of the statements that I heard. Now, in California, and I have in front of me right now a list of every state and their uh, kind of overview of their gun laws here. California um, prohibited except in unincorporated areas, this is open carry now, prohibited except in unincorporated areas where the, uh, the county has not passed any laws prohibiting open carry. That's, that's California. In Oregon, um, open carry is lawful. In fact, more states, it is lawful than it is not or has other... Um, you know, bullet points attached to it, if unless this or in this case kind of thing. Uh, but most states, open carry is lawful. So the law says it's okay. Um, that's open carry. Uh, and, and obviously there are laws that pertain to those who are not allowed to have a firearm. I am one of those people. Anthony, you're another one, mm -hmm. right? Uh, Denver, are, do you have any... Laws no, restricting I'm, you from firearms? I'm able to carry if I want. <laughs> You're able to carry? So yes. you could get a concealed carry permit if you chose if to I, do if so. If I chose to, yes. Right. Um, I could not. Well, I, I could probably get my gun rights reinstated for yeah. about $4,000. Uh, that's, that's what I was told it would cost me is about two to 4000 Right. Um, not really interested in spending that kind of money on that. I'll just have Roger travel with me wherever I if, go. Uh, <laughs> if, if I was going to carry, it might not be lawful anyway. It might not be lawful anyway. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to start out, read some responses that we got off of, off of Facebook. Uh, our sister station, Clean and Sober Radio, over on the East Coast, Gary uh, over there says, Monty, I'm pro-gun, but I think it is highly inappropriate to bring a weapon to a 12-step meeting. There's absolutely no reason for it, Gary says. Timothy Brammer says, if they have a concealed carry permit, then I shouldn't know if they do or do not have a gun on them in a 12-step meeting. It's none of my business, he says. If they desire to open carry in a 12-step meeting, then they can kick rocks. That's uh, Timothy. Mike Lindsay says they can only open carry in a 12-step meeting if Doug cannot pronounce anonymity correctly. <laughs> oh, 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 oh man <laughs> that's horrible i love that one huh? yeah well mike Lindsay is a recovery comedian so i would expect nothing less from mike <laughs> um dave fleming one of our co-hosts on the uh entitled to overcome solutions for life today show the third monday of the month he chimed in he said uh he said yes it's appropriate unless posted not to by the state same as in church at my Minnesota home church, uh, probably half the congregation, including the pastor, carry at church. It deters criminals from doing anything. Look at the cities like Chicago where guns are banned, and as soon as they, uh, there were murders and other crimes involving guns, it went, it went way up. Guns don't kill people. Mentally ill people kill people. Besides, if I was carrying, I wouldn't tell anyone anyway. I don't throw that many people. I, I don't know that many people, if any, who advertise they are carrying. Uh, David Luce says, if they have a concealed carry permit and the gun is not visible in the open, 
and there should be no problem since the gun is not going to be seen. I'm sure there are more than a few criminals who have brought their non-permitted weapons into meetings and no one ever knew about it. If it is just an open carry state where anyone can do it just because they can, then it should not be allowed at all since it may make others uncomfortable and they either don't come into the meeting or they leave the meeting and then they don't get to hear the message. People with a concealed carry permit have genuine cause to carry either personal protection from credible threats to their person or like in my case for use on the job. I would catch meetings while I would be out in the field. I would never leave my loaded weapon inside my car unattended under any circumstances. It is for safety and also liability. If it were stolen out of my car and used in a robbery, I could be held liable since I left it unattended inside my vehicle. No one ever knew when I had my gun on me because there was never a reason to show it or even talk about it in the meeting. That's that's David Luce. Sound like he might be part of law enforcement Sounds or, like or something. It, yeah. So that's just a couple. We've got some more that we'll read, read later. Um, so... Uh, Denver, what's your take on this? Oh, man. I kind of want to stay silent about it. but No, you're not allowed. Not allowed. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I, reali- I realize I'm on the radio. I like uh, Roger and I, we discussed this a little bit. I don't have a problem with people that carry weapons. Yeah. If they're uh, stable. I don't see a problem. How, how would and you know you, if they're stable? We, we don't know that. That's the that's where the gray area comes in. Mm-hmm. W- when are people stable mm-hmm. enough to carry a weapon and not uh, get flipped w- with their thirty eight? You know, if you walk right. in and you slam it down on the counter showing your weapon, that's uh, probably somebody that's not stable. I know a lot of folks that carry weapons and I never know they have them on them other than the fact that I know them and they do. Sure. You don't see them. We don't pull weapons out when you're carrying them. So as far as people carrying them into a meeting. Doesn't bother you. Never has uh, affected me. And and quite frankly, with this day and age, I might feel more comfortable if I knew my partner over here had something to back me up if things got in out case of hand. Something happened. In, in case something happened. Yeah. So move your mic boom over this way, and then turn your mic toward. There you go, so we can see your beautiful face. Oh man, <laughs> don't know about all that. Anthony, what do you think? Uh, so that's in the Constitution. Okay, you know, pull your mic up to you. You gotta be eating your mic there, buddy. Like this. Yep. There you okay. go. Okay. So uh, our forefathers. Yeah. Put that in the Constitution for a reason. Uh, in, in my opinion, the right to bear arms. Yeah, you're talking the right about. to bear arms. And okay. um, now there are some. There are some that that would suggest, and it's laughable, but that would suggest that bear arms means it's it's limited to keeping them on your own property. I heard that recently. I don't know how they get that out of there. I'm not, I'm not sure I agree with that. I don't agree um, with that. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, I have I have seen uh, firearms in the meeting, but not because they were open carrying, because they had that in their bag and I'm I'm kind of nosy and when people reach into their bag to grab a book or something I'm oh. you look uh, yeah of course I'm, really I'm, I'm nosy I sneak so uh, <laughs> and, and, and I've noticed a sneaker and I've noticed that there was a firearm in there uh, yeah. does that make me feel uncomfortable no um because you know I, I'm not sure why because I, I know I that when I meet somebody yeah uh, 
I, I have, I get feelings of, you know, like, is this person threatening to me? Should I be cautious around this person? Okay. Or not? And, uh, I've, it's only happened once or twice that I've, I've actually, uh, known that the person has been carrying in a meeting mm-hmm. and it's, it's not, if that's what they want to do, that's, that's their choice. Uh, I do know people that carry, uh, concealed mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I've, I've asked before, like, Hey, are you carrying? They're like, always assume that I'm carrying. Mm-hmm. As- sure. Assume. And, I like that word. And, and I'm like, Oh, and, and I go, so you don't always carry? He goes, always assume that I carry. Interesting response. And yes. I'm like, okay. <clears throat> um, Ken Etter uh, responded on Facebook, said, I would think that this is for the group to decide. Hmm. Um, I don't know if he's saying that we shouldn't be talking about it on the show or if the <laughs> or if this is just his opinion hmm. about, you know, is this a group conscious thing or, or not? Uh, regardless, we are talking about it on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Roger, chime in there, brother. I, I think it's a very uh, meaty topic and, and it should uh, generate a lot of discussion. Mm-hmm. I, my first thought when, when thinking about this is that I don't operate in a sense of fear. So I don't, I never think about if someone's caring or not caring. Why would I? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, second, second of all, um, I, I never think about that at church. I've never thought about it in a meeting and I, while I don't now, I, I frequently think about getting, I just haven't taken the time to do it, to get a permit. Concealed um, carry permit. And having said, yeah, and having said all that, uh, it's an interesting question whether or not it's appropriate in a meeting. And I think if it's appropriate in the state and the community, then why wouldn't it be appropriate in the meeting? And I think ultimately when you distill this all down after all the discussion on the both sides of the coin, yeah. Ultimately, it comes down to a group conscience thing for the meeting, because I mean that's that's what needs to be decided. Uh, if the meeting group conscience is appro- thinks it's appropriate, then it's appropriate, and I'm good with that. So when does the, but does the group conscience trump the Constitution? Mm. Well, <laughs> does the group conscience control the meeting? Hmm. I'm I'm gonna go I, with Roger. It's not a consti- I don't think it's a constitutional I, question. I mean, if you're getting down to that, th- there's a separate issue here. With right. How the 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 comfort of the group, con- you know, the group conscience could decide to do what they're going to do, and no, it doesn't trump the Constitution. It has nothing to do with the Constitution, in my humble opinion. Um, it's just a matter of how do we operate within this meeting room or this meeting area or whatever. Right. And you vote on it and then everybody's either good or not good with it. I mean, I don't know how else you, cause there is no legislating. Yes. It, it, you know what I mean? There's yeah. no, there's no governing board. There's it. It's like, how does everybody in this meeting that we all respect that they come to this meeting, think about it, feel about it. And ultimately that's what it comes down to. No, it doesn't trump the constitution. Surely not, nor the local law. Right. Right. So I, I say that tongue in cheek because I know there's there's going to be right fighters out there. They're going to that's what they're going to say. You know, they're going to be right. very they're going to be very adamant that they have every right in an open carry state to open carry, or if they have a concealed weapons permit to have a concealed weapon in the meeting, whether people know about it or don't know about it, and it's their right to do so. And just because this is an A meeting, NA meeting, whatever meeting, uh, you can't tell me I 
can do something that's constitutionally legal for me to do. And there's going to be right fighters out there that are going to do that. And part of me, a large piece of me wants to say, shame on you. Mm. Um, but part of me gets it too. Uh, why, why would you say shame on you? Well, why, why would you say that? Because because I think it is a group conscience issue. Okay. Well, there you go. My resort to that, if someone said that, then if you're not happy with the group conscience, you don't want to abide by it, then find another meeting. Right. Period. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's I like real that simple. Answer. Go to one that, uh, that that's more comfortable with it. Now, if group conscience says we have no problem with that, then there's no problem with it. Right. Exactly. Um. So Tom Storm says, uh, recovery recording artist Tom Storm says, good question, Monty. If there's nothing illegal about it or the meeting place doesn't have rules against it, I imagine it's a topic for group conscience for those groups where it is uh, concern. Some will be outraged if they can't bring their weapon to a meeting. Some will rejoice. Might need a new designation in the meeting book. No weapon meeting. And he puts smiley face. AA went through a similar division when smoking started to be outlawed in most meetings. Remember that? Oh, that was mm -hmm. that was a hoot, wasn't it? Uh, resentment in a coffee pot has started many a meeting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, Guy Stack says, if they are concealed, then you wouldn't know. I personally don't care if someone open carries. Obviously, I would expect them as a responsible gun order to follow state, local, and uh, building mandates. Dave Tagon, our friend Dave, says, uh, seems to me that an issue as potentially contentious as carrying weapons into a meeting would violate the first tradition of common welfare at the very least. What do you think about that, Roger? I, I <clears throat> how do you define common welfare? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I don't have I don't have an issue with it. If, first of all, if, it, if they have a concealed permit, no one's going to know they're carrying, and it should never be an okay. issue. Right, correct. If they have an open permit and they, you know, it's on their belt, I don't have an issue with it. Yeah, and I, I don't, I don't see that it's a, it's an interesting discussion. It's like one of those things that you bring up for, <laughs> for a debate. <laughs> right, right. It certainly yeah. is. Uh, Ezekiel Hill says, yes, it's okay. Nick Morgan says, I would say yes, especially in today's crazy anti-police atmosphere where criminals are running amok. Hmm. Uh, Ken Efren says, uh, it takes an unstable mind with a will to do harm to take another man's life. It takes a protective heart with courage and fortitude to save another's life by taking one. God knows this, for war has existed among humans since the beginning of time. It is a good thing or a bad thing if responsible. People that have had the training and received the permits to carry a gun do so in churches, family gatherings, in an AA meeting. I can only answer that for myself and myself only. I saw a video where a young man walked into a church and started shooting people. He killed two. He could have killed a lot more if we're not for other church members carrying a handgun with them into church. That said, for me, I would rather be the guy with the ability and the tools to protect people, be it in a church or a meeting, than not. This needs to be the decision of the people of the group, house, church, or backyard party. If even one person does not feel comfortable with a member carrying a gun, either that member has to leave or the one offended must go. 
Mm. That's really well. That's really well said. I, I, I love I, the way I that was written. I agree with everything he said. Yeah. He goes on to say, "We protect our sobriety with the Big Book and/or a Bible, uh, and it's not okay to do the same. Is it not okay to do the same to protect the pe- people with a gun if someone was with uh, bad comes in and starts taking lives?" That's a smart man right there. That's my, really profound yeah. and well said. Yeah. Yeah, Ken. Uh, Ken has sponsored the show over the years. Thank you, Ken, for 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 your comment. Um, so, here's an interesting uh, piece of uh, of literature that comes out from 2019 in uh, Columbia, Wisconsin. One man is dead after shooting in uh, in Columbia's Five Points. I guess that's the name of the area. Police say it happened when a man tried to rob people. In an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting, please say just before 11 p.m. Saturday, 18-year-old, and I won't say his name, uh, walked into an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting at the ACOA club, pulled out a handgun, and demanded money. That's when another AA member pulled out a gun of his own and shot first. So this speaks to that argument, right, that we've all heard, that if, if there was nobody permitted to have a handgun in in any setting, right? Who would be there to defend the people from the guy that was shooting at everybody? Hmm. Um, I think it's a great question. Yeah, because there's a number of ways to take a person down without using a gun. But then again, depending on how the, 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 the criminal is using the gun, there may be only one way, and that's with a gun. Hmm. I mean, it's you, such a... It's such a fluid thing i i I, you you use the word permitted yeah criminals they don't need permitted no they're they're carrying a weapon right off the get-go so uh like i said somebody in a meeting or wherever i don't care wherever grocery store whatever Mm -hmm. it is uh in my opinion it's okay to have a little backup there yeah, so a criminal's gonna rob you and shoot you, and if there's somebody over here with a weapon, please use it. What do you think, Roger? No, I I completely agree. I, I would, as our friend who was his name Ken. Yes. As he so aptly said, I, I would much rather be the man in church or where, whatever the setting might be that would be the one protecting more people from getting killed or yes. harmed. Thank you. I mean, I, I don't see how you argue against that. And and another thing, if someone, if a criminal's trying to perpetrate a crime, the person that would be carrying is not a criminal. They would be protecting people. They would be permitted, and then they would be protecting people. And I see no issue with that whatsoever. Gotcha. In fact, I would welcome it and and fully support it. Yeah. Um. This is an article, and I thought this was really well written. Let's see what you guys think about this. Uh, Anthony, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask your opinion on it first. Um, so think about this as I'm reading. This comes from an article from the Albuquerque AA Intergroup Central Office Newsletter called Pass It On. This was uh, written August 2016. Um, the question is, should we have open carry guns in AA meetings? And it reads as follows. Here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, several AA groups have been wrestling with the issue of allowing open carry guns and weapons in the meetings. By some, this has been called an outside issue. 
stating that the only requirement for membership is a desire to stop drinking. In my not-so-humble opinion, fundamental safety in an AA meeting is not an outside issue. I would agree with that. Um, he goes on to say an AA meeting must be perceived by those attending and by the community at large as a safe place. The visual image of a gun on a hip does not help create that impression. A visible gun does what is intended. It intimidates. In a place offering safety, recovery, and healing to people who come to AA with all sorts of trauma, anger, emotional instability, and trouble, the visual presence of loaded weapons on belts coupled with statements of ex explosive anger by people carrying those guns, as I have heard in group sharing, creates a less than safe environment of recovery. We in AA need to hold a place of safety and neutrality for people who arrive in states of fear, confusion, depression, and anger, as was done for me when I arrived 31 years ago. Our primary purpose in AA is not the Second Amendment. It is to stay sober and help other alcoholics achieve sobriety. To me, it seems self-serving in the extreme that the folks insisting on their right to open carry cannot consider the impact of that on other alcoholics, many of them victims of gun violence and abuse, and to have the common courtesy to respect the, the first tradition, our common welfare should come first. Apparently, this issue has surfaced in other states. In one case, a shooting did occur, and uh, the headlines uh, read, shooting at AA meeting did nothing to help AA as a whole creating negative impressions both inside and outside the AA community. Quote, it can't happen here, end quote, is a common aspect of denial. Opening the door to emotionally unstable people to carry weapons is a slippery slope. Earlier in my sobriety in California, I had a guy unprovoked pull a knife out and directly threaten me up close. We were able to take him down amidst comments that he was just a crazy guy. Well, the incident speaks for itself. Add a gun to that scenario. If this is an issue for a group conscience, then so be it. Um, yeah, and then he goes on to say again that he feels like it's a slippery slope in a place where we are supposed to be creating a safe haven for the recovering alcoholic. And that was written by Peter H., Albuquerque, New Mexico. What do you think, Anthony? Uh Open carry. Uh, I could I could see how he went. What he was saying about uh, about people who have been uh, victims of crimes with a gun, right, and or weapon, and how that would make them feel uncomfortable. And uh, uh, yeah, I, I you know, uh, so he makes some good points. He does make he? some good points. He does. He he does. I, I, I agree with him on, on, on a lot of on on a lot of that. Uh the, I, I, it's difficult. It's 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 a, tough, a difficult it's a tough tough one. Yeah. It's yeah. a tough one. Yeah, for sure. Uh I I almost said, you know, maybe maybe it should only be allowed as uh concealed and then I'm like, no and yeah, it's, that's that's a really tough one. Because yeah, it's just tough. <laughs> what do you think, Denver? Oh, think he makes some good points. Yes, he made some solid points. Yeah. I mean, uh, there weapons can make 
certain folks uncomfortable. I grew up around firearms. Mm -hmm. I'm not uncomfortable around them. But the people I was with were stable enough to, you know, not, not get crazy with them. Nowadays, there's a lot of folks that are, uh, I, I don't know, things are going crazy here in the world. So, I, I know in my meetings that I've been to, I become part of the family, and I, I would be comfortable with them all having a weapon. Mm -hmm. I would. Yeah. Because we were probably out shooting the night before somewhere. Right. It, it just... Uh, I'm very comfortable around weapons. You, you, I don't know where we can find that level of uh, you're stable enough to have a, a gun and you're not. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know where that level's at or how we're ever going to achieve it. But for the most part, uh, the folks I know, the folks I deal with, you know, I'm not uh, out doing the criminal life. So... I don't have people carrying guns wanting to shoot people. So with more and more people, with more and more people uh, purchasing firearms today. There's a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, you can't even, uh, I, they I was, can't even keep the, the shelf stocked at most sporting goods stores with ammo, right? I was over at the uh, sporting goods store the other day, and the line was a mile long, and they weren't buying fishing lures. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So with more and more people doing this, uh, Roger, what do you think about uh, if, if there's a group conscience that says we don't want firearms in the rooms and the group votes on that, that would mean concealed or, or open carry. Would it be appropriate to put a sign on the door that says no firearms allowed, group conscience? I suppose it would. Uh, I, I, I want to harken back to that last uh note that you read I, yeah. I agree with a lot of what he said however the headline that said a shooting an aa yeah shooting an aa right if, if if that's the same shooting that you're referring to i think you should, you could make the very opposite point of what his what he was saying if the shooting was protecting him because some guy came in banishing a weapon that was going to rob him and somebody else took him down then wouldn't you be more secure with someone who had a permit to carry i would yeah yes yeah, yeah I, would, I would too i so the headline may or may not have been misleading it may have been referring to the same thing it may have said well a person who had a permit to carry took down a criminal in the meeting of aa yeah so yeah i, I think it ultimately comes down to group conscience and i do too like i said I, yeah I, I don't know how else you decipher and then people choose whether they want to continue to go to that meeting or start their own you know it's hmm. i think it Ultimately, it's that simple because it's a very complicated issue. Yeah, yeah. And but you, I don't, I don't, have, I am not concerned or fearful or upset with anybody having an open carry or a concealed carry. I, I just, I think it's absolutely one hundred percent fine. So, so if if you were to go to Prescott, we know this because we've been there several <laughs> times. People yes. are walk, people are walking around the streets. Open carry. I mean, they got rifles stringed across their backside. They they got handguns. They got six shooters, man, on both sides of their hips. Uh, they walk around downtown like that all the time, and I'm sure that they, you know, attend to a meetings like that. They're, I'm absolutely comfortable with that. I don't have a problem with that. Yes, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, they they're, they're open carrying in in the bars for crying out loud. Uh, we we <laughs> yeah. ate we ate lunch yes. in one. 
right? I loved it. Where <laughs> it, it's it's like even celebrated. You know, there's a guy well, with spurs on. It's, 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 it's lifestyle. It's cultural and it's socially accepted. Yeah, it's, it's cultural. It, that's yeah. the community they live in, yeah. It's a lifestyle there. So Yeah, yep. yeah. So, so personally, for me, um, I have to tell you, there was a time in my life where guns creeped to me out. I was never against the right to bear arms, ever. I'm all, I've always been pro that, uh, uh, the right to bear arms. But personally, I just didn't like guns. They just kind of creeped me out for a long time. They don't creep me out anymore. And I think one of the reasons is uh, uh, my, our, our friend, and Roger, you know him, uh, Marco from Arizona. Um, yeah. I went shooting with Marco and yeah. got to know some firearms, some AKs, some handguns, and so forth, the Glock. And, and as I got to know the weapons and how to operate them properly, they don't creep me out anymore. They just don't. Um, I also don't live in fear. Um, I know people that concealed carry. I don't know anybody that open carries, at least not around here. Um, but I know people that conceal carry. It doesn't bother me in the least bit whatsoever. I also don't live in fear. Um, but that's me. It, Denver? Th this this carry thing, it, it's really the people, the folks that you are dealing with. If you're in a criminal atmosphere doing wrong things, yeah, maybe you should be in fear of a gun. But normal folks, uh, I'm not in fear of them. They carry a weapon, it's fine. They're not out here to shoot anybody. They're just, it's for protection. So, yeah. I, actually, I'm no more I'm no more concerned about my father-in-law having a concealed weapon than I am some guy walking around with a machete strapped to his leg. Correct. In fact, I'm probably more concerned about the guy with it, the machete. Exactly. Because, I mean, what do you do? What do you got a machete strapped to your leg for? Yeah, that would be unusual. <laughs> yeah. But there's people yeah. that do that. There's there's knife freaks out there. They go to knife shows. They, <laughs> what were you going to say, Anthony? Uh, to live in fear is a scary place to live. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, I, 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 too, choose not to live in fear. Uh, you know, uh, and sometimes I do get, get afraid, but that's... You know, it's, I don't know, if if it's if it's concealed, okay. If you're open carrying, okay. Um, I, I would hope that uh, that there would be the group conscience thing. I, I like that idea, mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do, too. But uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, no, I like the group conscience idea. That's because that's, you know, that's... That's a, that, a, that's it's, part it's of Alcoholics yeah, Anonymous, yeah, right? It's you know? your family, yeah. right? And 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 I don't I don't normally attend meetings where, like, some meetings when you attend, you're like, ah, mm. like I feel like a cat being petted backwards, right? And some meetings I'm like, oh, home, you know? Sure. And so yeah, if if you don't feel right because they allow open carry or whatnot, then you know you're free to right. find one that you are comfortable with, and and that's that's a gift. That's a gift. Yeah. And I, I would hope that, that folks that do have concealed carry permits, if the group conscience is that you don't have a firearm in the meeting, yeah, I would hope that they wouldn't cheat, and I would hope that they would honor that. Right. I really would, but I know some won't. Right. Um, I, I, I myself, personally, if, the, if, I, if, I, if it was legal for me to have a weapon, uh, I, I would definitely have a concealed carry permit. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if it was legal for me to do so. 
Um, but if the AA meeting that I was attending or any AA meeting that I was attending or visiting, uh, I, I would probably ask, you know, if I'm, if I was a person that you carried all the time before I went into the meeting, I, I, I just ask them, you know, and, and if they said we would rather that you didn't, then, then I wouldn't. Now I'm kind of like that other guy though, to leave it in my car, mm. you know, if I'm out of town, that might be a kind of a sticky thing. I, I, I don't know. Um, but I, I think it comes down to, am I, am I going to respect the meeting? Am I going to respect the group conscience of that meeting? And I think God will honor that. Uh, I, I really do. Um, I got to tell you, if I was just to be totally honest, if I was sitting in an AA meeting and it wasn't Prescott, Arizona, if it was California or even Oregon, and three quarters of the people were sitting around, you know, with Glocks on their belt, you know, and a rifle slinged across their shoulder, I would feel a bit uneasy, to tell you the truth. Not in fear, but it would just kind of it would creep me out a little bit, you know. And I so I can see where somebody who was emotionally unstable or who had been a vic- victim mm. would totally just go. No, I I can't do this. Uh, I don't know, Roger. Help. Yes. <laughs> help. <laughs> well, I, you know, I just believe that ultimately the only way you you get a resolution to this topic is yeah. it, it has to come down to the group conscience. Yeah. Because I I first of all you're never what you just stated that you're never going to find a California Oregon meeting with people all packing open. That's you're just not gonna. Yeah. But it's not going to happen. So um, that wouldn't make anybody uneasy in Oregon or California. Like you, you've just walked into a militia meeting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so. Right. But I, I, I think it's a great topic for discussion, and I think some of the points that you read were really, really well stated. And um, but I, like I said, I think it comes down to the group conscience of the meeting, and if, and someone either is pro or con, then, then go to another meeting. I think it's pretty yeah. much that, that simple. Uh, TJ Johnson chimed in right at the last minute this morning. Uh, she said it's a very it's a very gray area, and honestly, it's going to be a 50-50 debate with anyone these days anymore. To be honest, I'm not for it, but who am I to be against it, uh, especially if they believe in it? Uh, boy, that sounds like a rap song. I'm not for it. No might be against it, especially if they believe it. Um, it's a double-edged, don't, don't double-edged, go there. It's a double-edged. Don't go there. <laughs> it's a double-edged sword question that no one will be right or wrong, just people's individual beliefs. Uh, I've jokingly said to Denver, I said, "Well, that's not true. I'm right all the time, so I will be right about this." Um, and 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 this is where I'm right about it. The jury's still out with me, mm. and, and so I have. I really don't have any other way to, other than to lean against the group conscience, because I can't. I think that's the only appropriate answer. I think it is. I think I, I think it is. I, I just have one question. Yeah. When, when are you gonna release your album? That that was a pretty good rap there. Did you like I, that? I like it. Yeah. Like June maybe. I'm not for it. I'm not against it. Well, I think Cecil should do it, Monty. Oh, yeah. that's a great yeah. idea. 
Yeah, Cecil's gonna take no, over. No, it's not. Yeah. Well, Cecil actually has Cecil has an entire album. Yes, don't. of Cecil songs. Don't open. Oh that yeah, can. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 oh, have that God available. Yeah, it's uh, everything from <laughs> Billy Joel to the Eagles. Uh, yeah, so it's interesting though. Let me see if I can find that again. Where where did it go? Um, well, that's weird. Okay, there it is. Um, where where she said, to be honest, I'm not for it, but who am I to be against it? Uh, kind of speaks to the the indecisiveness of a lot of people today, right? Right. Um, and so I so this is where when I can't really make a decision, where we're leaning on the group conscience is a blessing to have that because then nobody's the bad guy. Right. You know, it's just a group conscience. It's just that's it's just not even it a right or wrong question. No, it's like, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and, I mean, and and if we're for, for for all of us that have been in AA for a while, that should not be an issue. Right. Oh, you mean the group conscience thing? The group conscience, or 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 you know, arguing about some right. point having to be right. I, I, you know what? I fired myself from that person a long time ago. Mm. <laughs> sure. Right. I like that. Sure. If it's not enough to know in your heart if you really are right about something, if that's not enough, and 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 you got to bulldoze people with it, then maybe you're not right. Amen. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Yeah. I don't yeah. have to be. I, it's not about being right. It's about doing right. And yeah. That's part of the whole story of recovery. Very, very good. Well, this has been this has been an exciting topic. I'm, I'm sh- it's not finished. Yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> sh- I'm sure we'll get emails. So please, uh, if, if you want to chime in on this, uh, we'll be glad to revisit this uh, if you'd like to comment. If you're following us on Podomatic, uh, all you got to do is hit the comment thing and type it in. If you're following us on YouTube, you can comment on YouTube as well. Uh, otherwise, you can email us at Take12Radio. That's T-A-K-E, the number 12 radio at comcast.net if you'd like to help sponsor uh, our show we are in definitely definite need of sponsors right now um we have we have a couple and uh, we need more uh so if you see value in take 12 recovery radio and you'd like to be part of that uh, our partnership uh, please let me know just drop me an email at take 12 radio at comcast.net and we can talk about it our closing song this week is by Elizabeth Edwards. She is a recovery recording artist. And we're going to play that here in just a second. But, uh, Roger, thanks for joining us today, buddy. My pleasure. Uh, this is way overdue, Monty. We have to do it more often. Absolutely. I want to be your uh, local once a month or whatever it is uh, guest host. That that would be great. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk yeah. Let's talk more about that. Anthony, happy birthday, my friend. Uh, thank you. Thank you again, yeah. yeah. Yes, happy birthday, Anthony. Yeah, 10 years. So, so a- Anthony, little little be announced to you, uh, Roger. Anthony is uh, Marsha and I's godson. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I'm, Anthony, Anthony, I'm really sorry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, merely a jest. Uh, that's... I like oh, it. I like it. That's funny. All right. Okay. Elizabeth Edwards is uh, is the author of uh, this song. It is called Clean. Here's Elizabeth. Walked inside alone. 
voice and recovery music of our friend Elizabeth Edwards. For more of her great recovery-focused music, visit her website at elizabethemusic.com. A very special thank you to our Southern California representative for Take 12 Recovery Radio, Mr. Roger McDermott. Of course, our co-host, Denver. And once again, happy sobriety birthday to our co-host, Anthony. Good job, my brother. Very good job. All right. Well, you heard it here on the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show. Guns in the meetings. Guns in the recovery meetings. Pretty controversial. I don't know. Maybe it's not as simple as what we discussed. Maybe there's more to it than that. Uh, But we took our best shot at this topic. And if you've got a topic that you would like to have us discuss here on the air, please email us at Take12Radio. That's T-A-K-E, the number 12, radio at comcast.net and let us know we would love to consider your topic on our show until our next broadcast this is the monty man along with the take 12 recovery radio family and we are wishing god's perfect serenity for you Come on in.
This has been a broadcast of KHLT Recovery Broadcasting. This is a Kitty, kitty, kitty. Meow, meow, meow. Woof, woof. <laughs>